But I wouldn't mind it, but he's just a bland personality. That I don't want to see, though. Uh, obviously, Russ. I hate Russ. The only thing I would want to see Russ. Oh on, my god! The only thing. The only thing I want to see Russ on is Death Row. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know what the f- most pointless fucking notification system I think there is, at least for apps, phone apps, is Facebook. It is the stu- I get the stupidest notifications from Facebook. I never get on there, so I never get people saying so and so liked your post or yeah. so and so ventured you in a comment. It's more so like earlier today, I was grocery shopping before this, and I look at my phone and it's Facebook. It says Mark Mark Gooch was tagged in a post. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. that's dumb. And it constantly tells me, like, so and so comp, somebody else commented on somebody else's post that I haven't even looked at. Or the worst is, like, God forbid, like, you like somebody's post, then you get, like, you'll get full of comments. John Jones commented on a post that you liked. Robert no Woods commented on a post that you liked. I don't care. It, it's fucking stupid. They're, like, trying to push me to open. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about whoever was tagged in a post if i did i'd be on there or the worst get on your app is if like you interact with somebody a lot like obviously like anything jade posts i typically react to it and usually comment on it and sometimes share it so like facebook thinks that like oh this dude loves everything this person this other account puts out so now i get like notifications Jade Gooch shared KOCO News Channel 5's yeah, and that... post. And it's a I'll click on it and it's a post about like the animal shelter in Moore is having a like free adoption day. Like, I don't care. Like right? I don't care about this. I don't care that my wife shared it. Like, don't tell me this, Mark right. Zuckerberg. And the last time I checked, it's been a while. There's no way to turn those off unless you just turn off notifications completely. Yeah. I haven't checked recently. Hopefully that's changed. I'm, I'm probably going to whenever we're, I'm done with dinner tonight and relaxing. I'll probably do that. Like Facebook is the one app where like, because I hate on Apple having like the notification on like the app. Unless it's my email. I have 37,000 unread emails. Um, But like Facebook is like the one. Like I can't leave text messages unread. Like those people that have like 150 unread text messages give me anxiety. Me too. I can't but do that. Facebook is the one app that I can leave that little red notification. I don't care. I'll have 17. I'm not because I know they're all pointless and I'm not looking at them. If there's an app that that piles up on my phone with those little red, I'll just go to the settings and turn off the push notification. But so the the Facebook notification that makes me want to deactivate my Facebook account more than anything is when I leave that notification unread for a long time and then then it'll give you a notification you have six unread notifications i know they're a month old i'm not checking them. <laughs> or in my case where i don't even i hardly i can count on one hand the times i open the app maybe a month yeah. and it'll be like you have 13 new notifications no shit it's just you telling me that mark gooch was tagged in a fucking <laughs> post yeah i don't care
Anyways, what this, is this? Ninety. This is this is ninety six. No, this is ninety seven. This is ninety seven. I checked it before we got on because I knew we were gonna go through with this. We fuck up every time. I know. So at least, no, well, we were we were doing good for a while, and then we those two vacations. We skipped two us. weeks and just lost yeah. it. But welcome to episode ninety seven of Below Five Hundred. I'm Gooch. I'm Hunter. And we are closer to football season every day. We we I, we get real football games this month, and I'm not talking about the Hall of Fame game. Wait, college wait. starts in August. August twenty. Oh, that's that's right. I I was thinking. I'm thinking of NFL. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? But yeah, college football also starts. NFL preseason. I I will watch bits and pieces. I won't sit down and watch a preseason game start to finish. I'll watch the first half. That's it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll watch like the first couple weeks when like the actual rookies play and not the guys that are trying to make the practice squad. Well, it's gonna be fun for you to watch because you'll be watching the competition between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Yeah, I mean, if it's actually a competition, it pro- I mean, it Bill Belichick is. is doing his whole giving an answer without giving an answer to the media. Well, I don't know no- why people even ask Bill Belichick like roster related questions anymore. He's not going to answer. No one, Bill O'Brien, everything's a competition when it comes to quarterback. Good. And I said in uh, Discord today, I don't, me and Darian were talking about apparently the uh, New England like beat writers have been just really on Mac Jones nuts talking about all the great throws that he's been making. Yeah, they've had like one or two like full pad days in the last two weeks. Like I could go out there and make good throws in shorts and a helmet. Um, Like I want to say like if it's not 11 on 11, I don't care about the amazing throw that Mac Jones made. I told uh, yeah, I told Darian in Discord today, I... My like hot Patriots take of the year is I think at some point Mac Jones gets benched this year. I mean, I, that wouldn't shock me. And one of my real quick before I move on to what I'm about to say, but competition's always good. Don't get me wrong. That brings out the best in whoever and lets you know that hey, don't don't right. be too comfortable, you know. But I also I've been kind of loud, not loud, but like we're talking about this this last couple of weeks is training camp doesn't move me. There's no mm. pads. It's so easy to have flashy plays and there's no contact. Like put some pads on and be a little bit more aggressive. And then I'm like, okay, well that looks good. It moves me to a certain extent. Like I like seeing rookies. I like seeing the guys that like pop off out of nowhere. Like I don't care to see Mac Jones make a great throw on a poster out in seven on seven with no pads on like that doesn't move me at all mm-hmm. but like i like to see like the rookie that was like super hyped looks good and like you start hearing the rumors like this wide receiver and this quarterback like have an amazing connection They're, like this this rookie wide receiver is like potentially gonna steal like the wide receiver one spot like i like that kind of stuff out of training camp mainly because it all has like fantasy implications that I care about training camp from a fantasy football standpoint, as far as like, like I said, seeing, seeing my QB one make good throws. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like I said, unless it's 11 on 11 with pads on it, it means nothing. Well, not even that because 
I mean, yeah, it's fun to watch for fantasy implications, but also it creates a bunch of false hype too. Because I mean, it had people trying to steal Pacheco and White real late in the draft, and meanwhile, they weren't even valuable until second half of the season. Yeah, you know I, I will say there is something about like finding that, like seeing, like you see one tweet about a guy, you see one video clip about a guy and you just like kind of get that in your head like this guy's got it like this is a guy that i can get Mm -hmm. in the 17th round of my fantasy draft and look like an absolute genius like that's why i invest in training camp Mm -hmm. and i'm talking shit on it like i don't do it i'm gonna do it again this year i got a few gems on my head this year i'm gonna take late and hope pray to god that they flourish and i can use them as keeper next year yeah but um um, yeah, this would be a, that's, that's a, really my an easy segue from our training camp update, which we pretty much just did, into fantasy update. Um, we uh, we kind of talked a little bit about our fantasy league and how we were going to fill it. Um, we threw out the idea of trivia as far as like potentially posting like trivia on Twitter to try and fill the fantasy league. Um, I'd like to settle on something to start filling the fantasy league this week mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be on air like we can colton if you're i know you're listening uh this episode will drop hopefully thursday morning so colton let's figure let's work together and figure out how to start filling this fantasy league um yeah i would like to get this done by e- eod tomorrow one two a plan that is three Wait, this league, work league, dynasty league. We did agree league, that we're we're given Liz and Colton both automatic entry. I know we agreed on Colton. I did not know that we officially agreed on Wiz. I think we did because he's the one he's been paying the RSS this whole time. That's okay. I mean, I, I'm fine with it. Uh so that, that leaves eight open spots. So spots are slim. Um so be be on the lookout for when we drop our first chance to get in the fantasy league. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I want to say one, this league, work league, keeper league, dynasty league, 32 man. I'm in at least five leagues. I don't know if we're doing the 32 man again. I'm in at least four leagues. I'm in one long squad. Ours. Dynasty. I'm at least four. Did you like? Are you officially in the league from today? Like, did you get the link? I didn't get the link, but I was at, I was messaging uh, Andy about it. He was like, "Yeah, no psych. Like, it's legit." Okay. And so I was like, um, I "Man, so I'm I was talking about this. Five, at least four. I guarantee there's gonna be a fifth one that pops up somewhere." I was talking time. about this with uh, my boss, my supervisor today. I've always wanted to do a college fantasy league. Mm. I, I don't give too much about that. I don't, I don't follow. I know you're not a big college guy. I am like for the longest time, I was more of a college way, like way bigger college guy than NFL guy. Then I got into fantasy and I got a little more into NFL and I didn't really like dive like hard into the NFL until we started this. Mm-hmm. Like the last three years have been like the, or two, we're going into our third year. So 
these past two and a half years have been like the hardest I've followed NFL pretty much ever. Like I would follow the Patriots always, but back in the day they were easy to follow because you knew they were going to win. So a lot of times you could just check the score on Monday um, and watch the Super Bowl because they were going to be in it. Bro, next year I swear to God we're doing an in-person fantasy draft. We, we we're we're, we're going to do it somewhere. Try to plan at least centrally located in the, in the country. You know what's centrally located? Oklahoma. Iowa? No. Like Oklahoma. What about like OG? Dallas? Uh what do you what you mean? Uh, it's drivable for you. It's drivable for me. There's an international airport there, so everybody else can fly directly there. You got a good point. It's. I mean, there's a. It's. There's a lot to do there. Like, I don't know. I think it might. That that might be a good option. It just seems the, like the most central option because. I'm sure we're gonna bring our significant others to that. To that, so like me and Hal could drive, or carpool. Like me, and her, and then Wiz and Ashley can all carpool. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. I say this as like we are the two people that can realistically drive. So like I'm sure the rest of the group would not agree with this. No shit. I mean, I wouldn't be like something central, or like. So you want to talk central? Central. This would Kansas, require everyone to fly. Nebraska. Which, okay, I'll say this. Chase being in Oregon fucks the whole thing up. Because, like, the location that I'm about to say is, like, almost bullseye central for the whole league except for Chase. Nashville, Tennessee. It's not that central because of Colton, too. Especially if Dan moves out to Arizona. Yeah, but you got Colton in Colorado, but then you got uh, Angelo... And Bando out east, which kind of balance it. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Nashville. Mm, I could I could do without Nashville. I heard that's a shit show there. It depends. I'm on what not. Kind of I'm not. I'm not just saying that because of the Titans either. I'm, it, I'm I, I know it, it. Just I know, and I wasn't even thinking of the Titans when I said it. But like, I'm just thinking of like cities that would be entertaining to go to. Like, I'm not going to fucking. I'm not going to Davenport, Iowa to do an in-person fantasy draft. I wouldn't say Davenport. I was saying like Lake Okaboji, whatever the fuck it's called. I, Dan, you're going to help us out on that one. I don't know what he's talking about. It's where he's always sending I mean, from. this is not central at all, but we've all talked about going to Chicago. Jade has, I would, I would like Jade Chicago. has talked about, like, has, Jade has, what am I uh, fucking trying to say? I mean, we could probably shown find, interest in going to Chicago. We could probably find a nice Airbnb there on the outskirts. Southside. Fuck you. <laughs> we're all we're all we're all staying at V's place. Oh God, he lives right like right across the street from the there, Cub State. There's probably an apart. There's probably an apartment in his complex with more residents. Mm. No, he doesn't live. In, he doesn't live in MLK anymore. Oh damn. He lives across the street from Wrigley Field. That's cool. He lives like right there. That's cool. Um, we got off topic. We did. What were um, we talking about fantasy? We talking um, about- yeah, we're talking about fantasy update. But yeah, we'll hopefully have something by EOD, and then we'll give an update next week. But for now, we can go ahead and transition into top 
10 terrible tens. I was about to say, transition into what? Yeah, I know. I fucked it up. Terrible tens. And um, we only got six more weeks of this yeah, bullshit. We are back on track. So uh, as long as we can keep our shit together, you guys will not have to endure any more double features of terrible tens. God, that shit was rough. It was, dude. And like, that the second rough. one was all like, every week we would get to like three or four, and I'd be like, oh, we're on like, like, like the top four is usually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, like we made it. And then I'm like, fuck, we got linebackers after this. Yeah, no shit. But um, I still have my logos up, and we have decided to do wide receivers. I almost a quarterback for some reason. No. Um, who's going? I had the one for the. I had ten you, for. I had ten, 10 for, running, for running, backs. running backs. So yeah, so you... I'm, I'm ten here. Um, fuck, ten is so goddamn hard. Ten is always me. the hardest because it sets the tone, right? Like, yeah, because I I know I've said this before. I know I've probably said it several times, but like. 10 is the hardest because whatever you say, all I have to, and this is probably why our list gets really fucked up around like four or five. But as soon as you say 10, I sh- I'm not thinking ninth best receiver. I'm thinking someone a little better than who Hunter just said. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's literally how it goes. Um, fuck. This. I, I think I know who I would go right here. And you probably wouldn't agree with me, but I think I know what I would say right here. Um, I have two. I have two names. So basically, I have two names. I'm hoping you say one of them, and then I'll just say the other one. I'm gonna say no here. Listen, and both of my names are in the same division. There is an underrated dude in the NFC South. Oh fuck me! I'm not saying it. I just feel bad <laughs> leaving him off. DJ Chark, the- Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm gonna leave him off. I don't game. even think he's in Carolina anymore. No, he he left Detroit he for Carolina. He left Detroit. Yeah, for yeah, Carolina. yeah. I, I this guy's gonna have to get left off, and I feel bad. But it's it's not his fault. It's the quarterback. So, um, you know what? At ten, fuck, fuck, I feel wrong. Come on now. This. Give give me DK. Okay. Give me DK at 10. I actually I don't know that I necessarily have a problem with that cuz I'm not necessarily like in on DK. I mean cuz there 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 are dudes that will like talk to about DK like he's a top 5 wide receiver. And I think yeah. he's good. I think he's great. Oh, he's good. He's athletic. But he's shown like he can do it. I don't I'm think a- he's what a lot of people make him out to be. So yeah, I'm gonna at nine. Th- so th- I say not this at nine with the risk of letting this one other dude slip up the board, maybe more than he deserves. But I think he's a top ten wide receiver. I don't think his numbers necessarily show it, but when I say his name, you'll understand what I mean by that. So at nine, I'm gonna go with Terry McLaurin. That's fine. I think his numbers don't necessarily make you think, oh, top 10 wide receiver, but his quarterback situation has been an absolute travesty for most of his career. Yeah, that's fine. 
I like that. Um, I'm I'm torn between two names here. I'm torn between two names. One of them is in that division that you just named, and the other one is from the previous division. I'm torn between these two guys. I'm fuck. Um, uh, trying to think, I who think you could be talking about. I think no. I'm trying to look around before I say this name. So look looking at the NFC North, there's one. The two that I think you could be talking about out of the previous division, thinks eight's way too low for them. I'm not talking about two out you, of that division. I'm saying one. I know. I'm saying the, you said I'm, one I'm saying, from the previous division, and I can only think of two potential names out of that division. Are you talking and, about the NFC West. East? West, because you said DK. Oh yeah, one one is higher, but there's another one that I, I want to put. I feel like I can wait. Um, fuck, man, this is rough. NFC North, there's one, literally one. NFC West, one. Um, one. There might be two in the NFC West. Maybe I I don't know if he's gonna make it. He 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 would have been, should have been said by now. You think NFC North? I love that we've done this so much now that like I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same guy. I think so too. Uh, NFC North. There's obviously one a fringe too, but he should have been said by now. Um, there's two left in the NFC East. One two. Could have been three, but he should have been said by now. So I'm okay leaving him off. I think there's one in the AFC North. I don't think there's any in the AFC South. There's one in the AFC South. Top ten? Yeah. I know you're not thinking about who the fuck I think you're talking about. I'm not going to say any more than I've already said. You know what? There might might be... Three in the AFC East. I'm in the AFC East. There might be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There might be. But see, the thing is, we've listed like so. We're on eight, and we've listed off like eleven. Like, no, no, we didn't let, let's, Okay, we said two, there's potentially three, two in the NFC West. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh fuck. There's. Oh shit! Someone's getting left off. Already. There's one in the AFC West. I don't know if you said that already. Yeah, there's one in the AFC West for sure. There's one in the AFC North for sure. There's two in the AFC East for sure. Potentially Zero... three. There, there's no way it's gonna be three. That one dude's gonna get left off. AFC South zero, uh, absolutely zero compared to these other names. Maybe NFC East. It just feels two. dirty leaving him off. There's two in the NFC East, so that's. Two, two left, two remain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, yes, you're right, yes, you're right, yes, you're right. Two remain. Right. So if we're going to count here, that's two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people left, and I'm picking. See, but eight I don't now. think we've messed up any picks. Like I think that somebody's just not good enough to make the list, and we got to figure out who that is. I feel bad saying DK now. I feel like I fucked it up saying DK. I I feel like you could make an argument for DK depending on who we strategically leave off the list. I oh. I have a name that I could legit potentially leave off yeah i'm gonna leave this name off and i feel bad leaving it off so fuck 
your 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 pick right here pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the. I this is the hard. I've I've never had such a hard pick for eight. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, looking back, um, Terry McLaurin might not be a top ten wide receiver. My mic stand. Yeah, uh, he may be fringe, like right, like at ten or eleven. Looking yeah. back at this, look, yeah, same thing with D, same thing with DK. So I'm not mad. I That's think just... DK is ten. Like, anyways, who's eight? Tell me. I feel like you're not gonna like this. I'm probably not, but go ahead. I, I, there's just so many names I can pick from. Like, I can get, I can get a top five easy. There's two names you can say right now that I won't be mad with, and I'll CD tell Lamb. you. Okay, that was one of them. Thank God. All right. So at 10 DK. I, and nine I put Terry. zero thought into seven. So uh 10 DK, nine Terry, eight CD Lamb. Let's see. Who goes in at seven? I think I know who I'm see, so this off, is, and I feel oh, wait, bad. No, I do know who's one. What that guy's one. Oh, there's one is easy. That guy's two. That guy's probably three. It, Four, one and one and two five. should be one and two should be a no brainer. It's that's it's, we'll it's between three and seven. I, I might disagree with you. We might disagree on two. Just a little bit of foreshadowing. All right, so one, two, three, four. I don't five. know. We're usually we're usually pretty in sync, so I I don't think we're to disagree. Six, seven. If we are talking about leaving off the same guy, I think I know. The next seven. I don't want to hint who I want to leave off. I think me and you talked about it, and I think me and you both know. Or I'm thinking of the other guy, and you're about to hate me because I'm about to put him at seven. Oh, the guy we'll you I, you might want to leave off. We'll see. Say, what's your name? So at seven, let me have Cooper Cup. That's fine. Like I said, I have the next seven. Like If this was just me, I could go the next... Like I could finish this list and... Really have no the, arguments. The only thing is, are we done with the NFC West now? Because there's somebody else that I want to leave off, and I'm fine. It I'm hurts. Not, I'm not saying anything. I'm uh, I I'm not. Damn it! Try not to cheat, but I'm not S- saying anything. Six. So the, damn, this is about to be a tough six. It's stacked, dude. The league is stacked right now. It's basically who do you like more? I have a One, hot take. Two, I have a hot take after three, this four, that I'll share. Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. I got. I got. I'm fucking up. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. My cats are fucking something up. Sorry. Um, at six, God, I'm gonna get flamed for this. At six, give me Devontae Adams. Okay, I would have probably put him five and put this guy six, but I I can live. I can live it's, with it's that. The, it's the court. It's the quarterback play. Is there is the reason why? I yeah, him. I mean it's unpredictable for sure. So I'm gonna say this guy five, and then the four after this guy are a layup. At five, I'm taking AJ Brown. That's okay. That's who I thought. Now, 
We know who the four is after this. Do we? Oh, like the the four next players? Yeah. Yeah, the four. The remaining. order that they go in is That's very much up for part. debate. <laughs> um. So I I have what would potentially be a controversial order for this four. At four, I definitely go... don't think we agree on the order. Probably, probably not. But at four, I'm going to go Tyreek. Yeah. See, we don't agree at all. Um. At three, I'm going Jamar Chase. At two, I'm going Stephon Diggs. At one, easy, Justin Jefferson. Okay, so we were pretty close. I would have flipped Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill, but that's it. See, I think Jamar Chase is top three. Low-key, I think this might be our best list ever. I feel really bad leaving off Debo. Debo felt bad to leave off. I understand he's old. I understand he's in the worst fucking system in the NFL now, but it hurt me to leave off D-Hop. It's not the worst system. That's a great system. For a wide receiver. For for to be an elite wide receiver, it's fucking terrible. Nashville, Tennessee is where wide receivers go to die. Debo is in San Francisco. And he's fucking thriving. It broke your soul to leave him off this list. If he wasn't yeah, no, a, if he wasn't a why gadget, are you talking about Nashville? I said D Hop. I said it hurt oh, me I to leave D Hop. I know, and I transitioned oh. to D Hop. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that. I guess, I guess because I said D Hop and not Jenner Hopkins. You, I can see how you misunderstood that. No, Debo, yes, hurt. If he, if Debo wasn't such a gadget guy, I think he would have made the list. But Debo, if he had, had a repeat of twenty twenty one, then he'd have made it easy. Yeah, yeah. It's just he plays out of the backfield so much that it's like, who are you? Well, so does Tyreek, or at least he used to. He used to. He doesn't think anymore. He's he's a route runner these days. Um, but like, and I also I will admit to this. I have a personal like attachment to DeAndre Hopkins. So like looking back, like oh I, wow, fucking me too. Like, with, <laughs> uh, well, there's not any pain attached to mine. So, um, I I understand like him being with the Titans is not favorable. So he probably won't produce like a top ten wide receiver this year. So like. I understand why he's not on the list, but it just hurts to see. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, like that D Hop and Debo are the only two guys that yeah. I sit here and look at this list that I'm like, it would have been nice to have them on, but I don't know that there was room for them. Exactly, and that's the reason why I was saying there's zero in AFC South. My hot take, D Hop. My hot take is that by the end of this year, Chris Olave will be a top ten wide receiver. With Derek Carr, I mean, who did he have if, last year? He was if, balling out last year. Yeah, well, with sure, a worse had, quarterback than Derek Carr. That's very fair. It wasn't Andy Dalton? And because everyone's saying he's he's taking over as the one, and Mike Thomas is going to slide to the two. That's still if, a great top two. I was just saying, if you have Mike Thomas as your two. Like if you're Olave with Mike Thomas, fuck! I just two. remembered Chase Olave is Chase's keeper. God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, if Sorry. you're Olave and you have Mike Thomas, like drawing coverage as the two, you're gonna get a lot of favorable coverages. At least favorable coverages as far as like top ten, being a top mm. ten wide receiver would go. Oh, other hot take. I've already told you this, but I'm gonna say it for the fans. I think there's a I'm not as confident in this one, but if I'm taking like a gamble, I do think there's a chance that Jackson Smith and Jigba finishes the year as the wide receiver one in Seattle. I think I he has the talent to 
to run right past DK and Tyler Lockett. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like he does too, but I think that's more of a leave he's going to take in year two versus year one. I, I could, I could see it happening in the, I just base also because there's such an Facebook. I just did that shit again. Sorry. There's such an, like an embarrassment of riches in the wide receiver room in Seattle. You can't like roll coverage towards any one guy because the other guy is going to exploit you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say Jackson Smith and Jigba is wide receiver two right now before the season even starts. I think he's better than Tyler Lockett today. I, I think so too, but that's not how they're going to view, you know, view them in the locker room. You know, you know what I'm saying? No. I mean, so even though we'll see we, how training we camp goes. We can I mean, feel that every day, but they'll probably have different plans. That's what sucks. I don't know. I mean, if you can play, you can play. Um, Are, but, is there anybody else that we pop? I mean, no, I, didn't like feel I, said, I don't saying anybody else in the Chargers. There's nobody else. No, because they can't stay healthy. Judy's not top ten. If there's Keenan nobody, Allen nobody could stay healthy, he would be on this list. But he can't do it. He Keenan Allen is not physically capable of staying healthy for a full NFL season. Season. Amari Cooper's not top ten. OBJ is not top ten. I would say Amari Cooper is another fringe guy. I would say Amari Cooper is twelve or thirteen. You know who I could see break out into a top ten? Garrett Wilson. No. Oh, who? George Pickens. His quarterback gives me some. He's been showing a lot, a lot of progression, at least towards the end of the last season. And then, fucking, here I am being a, a hypocrite. Training camp. I showed a lot more like comfortable, like more comfortable in the pocket, comfortable taking deeper shots, deeper passes. I don't know. And I'm not. I'm not. I have to see it first. I'm not a believer. There's nobody in the Giants. You got. You got the Commanders, or whatever their new name's going to be. Um. You see where there's a peti- petition wanting them to change it back to the Redskins. Yeah. They will never do it. They'll never do it. Damn near got 50,000 signatures, though. Um, Wild. Nobody in Atlanta. So I said, um, I I said, I think Amari Cooper is like 12 or 13. Mike Evans was who I was talking about. I feel bad leaving him off because that man has had a thousand yard season every year. I thought the same thing. Um, I have Chris Godwin kind of in the same bucket as Keenan Allen. Stay fucking healthy and then I'll give you your respect. Amon Ross St. Brown is creeping up the list. I, you know what? I really feel bad for not putting. I could have put Mike at 10. I'd rather have literally, DK. I don't know. Every single year from 2014 to last year, Mike Evans has had over 1,000 yards receiving. I, He's never I, had a I, season under it. I get it, but like, I guess, and maybe this is not the right way to think about it. But at least for me, when I'm ranking wide receivers, you have to think about who's getting them the ball. And I'll take the offense in Seattle over the offense in Tampa every day. And I know we're not ranking offenses, but being a receiver has a lot to do with the system that you're in and who's delivering the ball to you. And I just don't know that I trust the ball throwers in Tampa to deliver the ball to Mike Evans. I mean, I get that. Um, but yeah, all right. That's plenty of time on terrible tens. Uh, I thought Hard Knocks started this week, 
and I was about to watch it tonight. And Hunter, yeah, you thought it was a day that it was I'm August like... that it comes out August eighth. Well, because I feel like it feels like training camp's been going on for. I mean, it's been going on for a full week. Where's my episode? Well, not only that, but it's on Tuesdays. Today's Wednesday. I know. I thought it came out like live last night, and then I was going to stream it on Max mm, today. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. I thought, like I said, I thought it the episode was had been out for twenty four hours when I texted you that. No, nah, it comes out next week, which is weird, but you know it is what it is. I get it. I mean, they didn't start training camp till like Wednesday last week, so I wonder how they're gonna have Joe Burrow on. But so that quarterback show, did you finish it finally? No. You said, damn, it's been a week. I'm like halfway. Jesus. I started um, watch. Uh. I, I finished. I, I don't know if I talked about this. I watched all both full seasons on HBO Max of Undercover, Underage. It's like a crime show, uh, like a true crime type deal. And then I got back into Game of Thrones. I've been heavy on Game of Thrones this past week. Um, I'm trying to find something on here about. It's a week, that's a week, it's five days, six days, five days, one week, five I years. did I have watched more of the quarterback documentary on Netflix. I'm about I'm still probably halfway. I just recent like the last episode I watched was the Kirk Cousins Bills overtime game. And I forgot how intense that game. I remember and like it was giving me like flashbacks to watching that game live. That game was crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, they already they finally got one confirmed name after he de- he declined and then accepted it. I guess after he got hurt, is Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow is going to be on season two of quarterback. Can't wait for that. Now, and, I mean, now the storyline just got way bigger. Um, Justin Herbert might be on there. I need Justin Herbert. That'd be and, pretty neat, but it, it, he, he had like a cryptic saying about it. That's what they're saying. He said, he said, if you let it be a distraction, it could be a distraction. But if you're dialed in, I don't think it's too much of an issue. Yeah. So, so it sounds like he's thinking about it. This now, would, this Lamar would never Jackson happen. said no. Dak said no. Uh, Jalen said no. Justin Fields said no. So, um, I would assume they would want to follow, which I, I heard today that the whole like we thought they were doing like Patrick like Mahomes like superstar Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins mid tier like trying to take the next step Marcus Mariota bottom tier trying to like find a home but apparently they they didn't plan that it just ended up that way mm-hmm. and like it there wasn't like a strategic like tier system mm-hmm. so I guess like I'm they probably aren't trying to, especially if they're offering Burrow and Herbert they're probably not trying to do that. But I would mm-hmm. say, like, I'm sure, I'm sure you don't just want three superstars. Like, they're not going to get like Burrow, Herbert, and Josh Allen. Um, but I'm trying to think of like who would you want to be the third? Like, I mean, maybe this is me being me, but with the storylines and like, I don't necessarily want to see three top five quarterbacks in the league because I mean, you're just going to see a lot of winning football i want to see struggles i want to see chaos i want to see heartbreak i want to see you fighting with your wife at home because you threw three picks <laughs> so for that reason I, like tell me if you disagree i would like to see mac jones 
Because I think this season could potentially be a lot of turmoil for Mac Jones. I mean, I said I could, I think you know what? I, I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I kind of like that. Bill Belichick, um, that camera crew would be met with a firing squad outside the Patriots facility. Bill Belichick is not allowing those cameras inside his locker room. But I think the storyline would be nice. Another name that I would like to see mainly because kind of a similar situation of Mac Jones. He came in last, he was the last pick of the draft, came in and saved the day after injuries. Yes, after injuries last year and led them damn near to the Super Bowl. And now he's got to fight for his spot again after going to the NFC Championship. That's what I'm saying. I would love to see Brock Purdy there. I would love to. That wouldn't be bad. Baker Mayfield's another one that jumps out of me. Oh, yeah, because like, he's... Baker he's Mayfield has an amazing personality. Exactly. He's already, he was great at hard knocks. Yeah, I would like that. I don't know. I might not like. I, I might not mind uh, Justin Fields. He got he declined it already. Oh, so you're right. I pe- did see that. The people that declined it is Jalen, um, Justin Fields, Tua, um, Lamar Jackson, Sam Howell, motherfucker. Act like he's so Why did they even fucking it. offer it? Uh, probably because all the shit show that was going on with Dan Snyder and everything, and now that it's clean, lame. That's the only thing I think of. Um, Dak Prescott declined it. Um, I can't think of anybody else that's declined it. But I mean, I it could change. Like I said, Joe Burrow declined it first, and then after he got injured, he he took it. Um. So also, I, I I think this is the more intriguing list. I'll give you my list of guys that I don't want to see. Um, so right off the get- gate, any rookies or second years, I, d- I don't care. Like, there's not to me, there's not enough storyline there for that. Um, this sounds biased. You know who I wouldn't want to see is Trevor because he's just bland. Yeah, so I I wasn't gonna necessarily name Trevor on my list, but he was not gonna be high on my list. Like, but I wouldn't mind it, but he's just. A bland personality that I don't want to see, though. Uh, obviously, Russ. I hate Russ. The only thing I would want to see, Russ oh my on, god, the only thing, the only thing I want to see Russ on is death row. Um, <laughs> Jimmy G, I don't want to see it. Like, he feels blah, like, especially in o- or Las Vegas. All you're gonna see is Jimmy G on a bunch of fucking red carpets and on the Vegas strip and. Being a fucking pretty boy, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see his personality. Just kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. And we're already gonna see him a hard knocks, anyways. Too. I know. Um, there was another one. Oh, Danny, uh, Daniel Jones. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, that's bland. Yeah, I feel that. Um, what about Jordan Love? Yeah, that doesn't tickle me at all. I have no, no desire to watch J- that. Jared Goff. The no. vet trying to show the way I to Hinden Hooker. I no? don't care. Um, um, let's see, Deshaun I, Watson. If it wasn't for the Cowboys organization, I wouldn't mind seeing Dak. I would like to see Dak, but I already see enough shit from the Cowboys that I don't want to see any more of it. Because you know, only... if they did Dak, Jerry Jones would have his fingerprints that's, all over God it. God damn it. That's exactly and that's what I, I don't want to see. Because it was the same way when they got Hard Knocks the, a couple a year or two ago. All that shit felt like it was orchestrated by Jerry Jones, and I don't want that. I I like the players. I liked seeing Dak. I liked seeing 
Zeke I liked seeing uh CD Lamb, but get Jerry Jones off my fucking TV screen and I get that fucking star on every goddamn wall off my TV. Uh you said oh, a name. Oh, um, another one that that declined. Right Matt Stafford. Oh, Matt, Matt Stafford declined. Yeah, that doesn't took him either. Man's oh, like let that man ride off into the sunset in peace. He's done. He it, got his ring. He's done. To, as you know, far as I I'm wouldn't have wanted to see Stafford's career is over. As soon as Stafford won that Super Bowl, it, he's done. Let him that's Stetson, live. That's Stetson Bennett's team now. God damn it. it. Pretty much. <laughs> but so you said Deshaun. Yeah. Netflix would never, oh, but I would never. love it. Never, I would eat it up. Um, Kenny, no. Um, Kyler, Kyler just got the in season hard knocks, but I like Kyler. I think Kyler is like an intriguing person off the fields. So like I, I forgot would... about the in season one. You uh, know what I feel like would be boring is Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. All the white Christian family men just feel boring. Like Kirk Cousins, like there was a little kinda, something there. But, I enjoyed Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like, but I'm saying like Jimmy G, boring. Fucking uh, who'd you just? Matt Stafford would be awful. Ryan oh, yeah. Tannehill, get out of here. Um, Trevor, Trevor would be so boring. Um. I will say the only rookie that I would potentially tune in for and be like, I want to see this would be Anthony Richardson. Out of the rookies, I would say that's the only one I would mind watching. I could say that. I don't want to see Bryce Young. I really don't want to see CJ Stroud. If I want to see CJ Stroud. I'll just turn on a radio. Um, Ryan Tannehill. I wonder how that would go there. Would I feel like awful. he'd be. It would be terrible. That would be awful television. Josh Allen could probably be fun. I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a fun guy. Do you see? Do you see his uh on Barstool? Which He's one? talking about talking about that restaurant. Um. Oh, Room Forty. Yeah, Room Forty. Yeah, I. Room Forty nuts that. in your mouth. That uh, shit killed me. He'd be fun. Anyway, that's, um, I said he already declined, but I would love to see Justin Fields. Like, I was I was actually kind of hurt when I saw he declined. That would be really fun, but it's kind of similar to 2019. I saw something today that apparently Mitch Trubisky is super hyped in 2019 to be MVP favorite breakout season. I think it was like the third year, second or third year. Don't of, ever compare Justin Fields to Mitch Trubisky. Hear hear me How out. How dare you? Hear me out. It was like the second or third year of his career in the Bears organization and all of a sudden got hyped up to be MVP breakout year. And then flash fast forward to 2023. It's almost same scenario. Justin Fields in the second or third year in the league. Brown or Bears QB getting hyped up for MVP caliber season. Got all these weapons around him. B's gonna fucking shank you at the draft next year for this. It, don't get me wrong. I'm I plan on taking Justin Fields in at least one league this year. Like I hope the hype is true. Don't I mean me the wrong. upside is there. His receivers um, worry me. DJ Moore has put up twelve hundred yards in every season except for last season. So he's got worry, a great wide receiver. 
I worry about DJ Moore's ability to carry wide receiver one role. You know, we haven't talked about how I'm shocked we have not mentioned is the whole running back controversy right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just so I think we talked about it last week, but the whole thing with John or with uh, oh, Jim Irsay being an openly racist fuck, bro. His old tweets kill me, his new tweets kill me. His old tweet, he got one talking about Sarah Palin's feet. You could, you could take all like all of these like tweets, like the the Jim Irsay, Jonathan Taylor tweets Mm -hmm. in this like feud, you could take all of those tweets. And throw like a, a hard boy on the end of there. And they would all read the same. <laughs> I, I sadly, not sadly, I agree. I don't like fucking her say. I, I don't used like, to. I don't like the Colts organization. I used to like his kind of like casual attitude. But now like in this, like when he's just airing out the dirty laundry willingly, it's like, okay, I, I understand like you're a casual dude, but like you're also a billionaire businessman like have some professionalism this is one of your employees if i was to die today and jonathan taylor's to die nobody Which, remember us. i didn't like yes, that they fuck because they would. first of all why are we assuming that if jim ursay died today jonathan taylor's automatically out of the league where did that come from no it wasn't out of the league it was that he's dead that they both he's like if we both died today well, no he like, didn't say a- that he said if i if i were to die today and jonathan taylor were out of the league no, oh, oh, bull, bitch! I am about to pull. Okay, this up. read it. I know I'm right. I've read this tweet so many times. I'll wait for you to prove yourself wrong. He doesn't state that Jonathan Taylor would be dead. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. If I die tonight, Jonathan Taylor's out of the league. No one's so gonna miss us. Why are we assuming that if Ursay dies, Jonathan Taylor just is unemployed? That is a good assumption. Like, I don't understand the logic. I mean, I can see both sides of the coin when it comes to this running back controversy. Yeah, I mean, the position is not valuable. Like, it's an overrated position. No, 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 no. no. It is an important position, but who plays that role really ain't that. Because people step up. I think the person that fucked it up for everybody was James Conner. Zeke had a big hand in it, too. No, no, whatever the Le- Le'Veon Bell held out. Oh, was I like, understand. He was like, fuck it. Let's hold out. He's hold out. Steve was like, okay, hold out. We'll, we'll, we'll go with James Conner. And he had a success story about coming back from cancer and then fucking balled out. And the Steelers was like, we don't fucking need you. And that's whenever he went over to New York. I will say in that same vein, earlier than that, was DeMarco Murray leaving the Cowboys. Yeah. Man was breaking records in Dallas. Leaves to go to Philly with Chip Kelly and just was never did anything again. Like he, mm-hmm. so like, and I, that was like the first time that you saw it and thought, oh, it wasn't necessarily the, and, and Zeke stepped in after him and took off. So you're like, oh, mm-hmm. anybody can run behind that O line. It wasn't DeMarco Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at the teams that do running back by committee. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, Miami running back, but they were they rostered like three running backs that just alternate. San Francisco, they do the same thing. Uh, and it's, I mean, yeah, if you like somebody and they're just amazing, they got to be like a CMC type to where they can run your ass down the middle and they can also go out wide. But I mean, that's that's the valuable ones. 
And I'm saying they got to be elite at that. I just think that, like, they have to kind of understand that, like, the game is changing. Offenses are changing. I mean, every every NFL team used to have a fullback. Mm -hmm. Who I can name like two teams that still use fullbacks. Um, Texans do. Forty nine. Obviously, the Niners, the Ravens do. Um. There's another like Steelers said, do. Right, but like I'm just saying, like that position has been almost completely phased out of the league. So like mm-hmm. running backs can't be upset that like their market is currently trending down. It doesn't mean it won't ever trend back up again, but mm-hmm. right now it's trending down. Like, and that's just the reality of the situation. And, and I've like, always loved that role. Like every time I played Madden in career mode, I'd be running back. Every single time. It's fun because you get to do the cuts. You get to do the fun jokes. I think like. Huh. I kind of think of it as like from like a money ball perspective. I'm not. Paying or I'm not rostering a player at running back necessarily. I'm trying to roster. 2000 yards rushing. For a season. And if I have to roster. Two rookies and a free agent for a combined price of two and a half million dollars and I can get 2,200 yards rushing and 25 touchdowns, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I could see the same standpoint because you got of not paying your guys. Look at the free agent market. You don't want to pay the guy you have. You got Dalvin cook. You got Zeke. You got Leonard Fournette. There's all these big name dudes that mm-hmm. are just chilling unsigned that can come in and be your day one starter. And there's guys come coming in. out of the draft every year. Exactly. You got I mean, well, this last and it year. Doesn't, you don't even have Jimmy to spend Gibbs. well, you don't even have to spend a first round pick. Last year, the Nets got riddled with injuries, and then Zonovan Knight popped off. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of undrafted free agents that'll fucking go off. And <laughs> everybody that has listened to this podcast has listened to me rail on and on about investing in your offensive line, and this shit goes to the proof. If you build your offensive line, you don't need to pay your running back $10 million. Hmm. The line is more important than the running back position. I will say that. Absolutely. Now, there are backs out there. A back is valuable if they can do something with a shitty O-line. I'll say that. Yeah. I I.e., again... Christian McCaffrey. He didn't have the best O-line in Carolina. He had average at best. And he was able to make it look like a fucking top five O-line, the way he'd rush out there. Yeah. Houston's never had a a great O-line. Arian Foster, an undrafted free agent, by the way, went undrafted and became one of the top running backs in the league. He was able to cut on a dime, make something out of nothing all the time. I'm trying to think of other teams that no, don't necessarily have a good line. Joe Mixon not necessarily have a good line, but he's been able to make something out of nothing every fucking year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like that's that's the people that are worth every I see ball. both sides of it because I understand why running backs want to get paid. I mean, they're taking shots every play. I mean, if, if they're not running and getting tackled, they're blocking. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, like, your position is just trending down. Like you kind of like, there's only so much you can do about that. Like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I'm, 
that's really all the football I have this week. There really wasn't a ton of football. I know we talked about football for almost an hour, but. Yeah, just about an hour. Um, I'm glad we talked about the. There they're apparently are teams that are interested, and apparently one team that keeps getting linked to JT is the Bears. That's what, that's what made me think about it earlier and bring up the right back thing is the Colts and Bears work something out. Which I um, hate that because I got Deontay Foreman in the Dynasty League. But uh, who is the RB1 in fucking – is it Khalil Herbert? Yeah, because David Montgomery got traded, didn't he? he no, he left a free agency to Detroit. Yeah, I know, I know he wasn't there no more. I think it is Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert and Deontay Foreman, which I feel like Deontay Foreman should be the one. I've always loved him out of Texas. I don't know. Herbert's kind of sneaky. I mean, yeah, but – I feel like yeah, but like he he's able to have better hands, but Deontay Foreman is just a fucking downhill bruiser. Anyways, but are yeah, you gonna go I, over the MLB trade deadline? Because there's a lot to talk about, and I don't know that I necessarily want to go into it right there's now. There's too much, honestly. The biggest thing is obviously the Mets were surprise sellers. I didn't see them shop, shop shipping out oh, Scherzer Mets and fans are Verlander. In shambles. No shit. They they let Degrom walk, and then a season later, they fuck or they, the the following season after letting him walk, trade Scherzer, trade Verlander. So that's three aces they lost within a year. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I can't believe it, honestly. Um, and I, they having those three aces, or I guess they had two at the time, not all three, but. They weren't even close to being the top in their division. I think they were third, maybe, behind Atlanta and Philly. Yeah, I think that sounds right. I mean, it was disappointing year. Maybe for even sure. fourth besides behind Miami. Miami I mean, that's that's why nice. I say like Mets fans are in shambles because they came into the year feeling like a top team in the NL, and mm-hmm. they go into the trade deadline and have a fire sale. Yeah. Um, the Reds cheap. They didn't make a clothesline deal. Uh, White Sox that became sellers. I'm trying to think of other teams that became Cardinals sellers. Cardinals sold the farm. Cardinals, yeah. We well, kept sold the farm. Paul and Arenado though. They didn't sell the farm. All y'all did was tra- y'all traded. Uh, we traded Paul... Jordan Montgomery, Flaherty. Oh, all, I forgot about Montgomery along. and Flaherty. Yeah. I feel like there's one more person. I know. I think we did another trade with like a less big name, but. But yeah, I mean, we, we kept all the guys that I am attached to. Mm-hmm. Uh Arenado, Goldschmidt, and uh Tyler O'Neill. I'm shocked. You're not you're not attached to Gorman? Not emotionally. Yeah, I feel I feel like he's a good young guy. Because he popped off this like he really kind of broke out this year, and I haven't paying attention this year because I know we suck and it's not worth paying attention to. Um, Tyler O'Neill broke out when we were like in the wild card race, so mm-hmm. I attached myself to him. I thought Edmund was nice too. I don't know what happened to Edmund. Um, but anyways, I don't want to get into all the nitty gritty trade stuff. Yeah, uh, there really wasn't any like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. So we're an hour in. I kind of want to close out with this. I have a like I have. A toxic hot take. This is 
I will say that this is probably the most toxic sports opinion that I hold. And I've held it for some time now. I'm surprised it hasn't come up, honestly. But so I had to amend it a little bit because I started like this argument when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of modifying it slightly. But I'll say it this way. I believe, I truly believe, I truly, as a person, believe that if you take myself and allow me to choose, uh, allow me to to choose seven people that I know personally, I'm not choosing like superstars. Like if you allow me to take seven, handpick seven people that I personally know and you give us six weeks, not necessarily to train, but six weeks to get in shape, get our shit together. I think that we could compete with a WNBA basketball I knew that's what the... (laughs) I fucking knew that is where you were So I say it started in college. I amended it with the six weeks to get in shape and get my shot back a little bit. But in college, when we were playing pickup almost every day, in the off season of baseball, I would have said right now, like you give me my little core of like us baseball players and like some of like the, the lower tier basketball players from our basketball team that mm-hmm. were playing pickup a lot in the winter. Mm-hmm. You let me take seven or eight of those dudes and go see a WNBA team. I would have okay. probably said we were winning. Okay. Let me, let me, let me be the devil's advocate here. So you get a pick hand pick You're you're seven people. So it's eight but it's people. all people that I know. I'm not I'm not picking. Okay, I get that. I, I I get that. So it's all people you know off the street. Yeah. That you know personally in your life. Yeah. Now is the WNBA team are the players handpicked for their eight? You draw a WNBA team out of a hat. So I could get the worst team in the league, or I could get the champions, or I could get anybody in between. See, I think it should Total be total luck of the draw. No, because I'm not playing the WNBA all stars. It should be an even field. How's that an even field? They're professional athletes. Okay, you can handpick people. You can handpick some of the most fit, fit motherfuckers you know. You can you can wait in the gym all fucking day and wait till you see these fit motherfuckers. No, I'm saying like the people that I'm picking have to know me in return. Like I'm not just gonna walk up, go go into my gym where they're playing pickup basketball and pick the guy with the best shot who I've never spoken to before. No, I'm saying like these people. If I, I call Dan- them right now, they will know who I am. I feel like Dan needs to be on this list. Oh, he's he's on my list. Dan, I, I already have most of my list in my head. Dan's on my <laughs> list. Is he the only Hawk Squad guy on your list? Yeah, I, I would say so. Dan's on my list. Uh, there's two guys for sure that I played baseball with. Hey, Eric, pretty nice. Eric, Eric's kind of awkward. Like well, then again, we were, we were playing. Moved. We were playing on like a ten foot goal, so or not ten foot, but we were playing on maybe. I've seen Eric shoot layups. That's all I'm gonna say. Eight or ten. He was dunking on motherfuckers in Arizona. That was fun. yeah on a fucking eight foot goal. I don't think it was eight foot. I think it was ten foot because I could dunk on an eight foot. But yeah, so like I said, I I have the majority of my list already assembled in my head, and like I said you give us and by us I mainly mean me six weeks. Just to get to where I can get up and down the court consistently, mm-hmm. I, I say six weeks because like 
I'm not going to develop any new skills in six weeks. Yeah. I'm going to knock the rust off of my shot and my dribbling, and I'm going to get in a little bit better shape. And that's really it. And that's all I think I need. And I said, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee a win. Because if we get unlucky and draw the aces out of this hat, the reigning WNBA champions, it's going to be tough. But I think you, so. Can you would name you agree? Five, can you name five players in the WNBA? Only because I've actually been researching this argument because I got into this argument at work. <laughs> but if if I had not already talked about this at work, no. But off the top of my head, I can always Brittany Griner, Diana Taurasi, uh, Skylar Diggins. She, wait, wait, she, she's not even still playing, is she? Yes, yeah, she is. She's still on the Phoenix Mercury. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. Um, Skylar Diggins Smith also on the Phoenix Mercury. Um, Asia Wilson. I guess I can probably only. Uh, I yeah, those are the four that come to my off top of my head. Kelsey Plum. Yeah. Um. Fuck. What's that white chick from UConn? But any, so here's what I'm saying. So like. And I got a lot of heat at she's work. On the for, li- she, I think she's on the Liberty. I got a lot of heat at work for bringing this up. But I was telling them, like, y'all are underestimating, like, just the physicality difference. Like, I I, I said this. If you take the Brianna average. Stewart, that's what I'm thinking of. She's on the Liberty. If you take the average WNBA center, I'm bullying her in the paint. Brittany Griner, you're gonna bully Brittany Griner. Is she the average WNBA center? No, she's the one percent of the one percent. She. That's why I said dude. That's why I said average. That's why I said average. The average WNBA center, and I, I looked at the roster. I said I did my research, so that's why I'm confident in saying this. The average WNBA center is roughly six four, one eighty ish. So she's a little taller than me, but I outweigh her by 20 pounds. WNBA like, average and ideal height of the players of WNBA. Like Skylar Diggins Smith is like one of the best players in the league. Skylar Diggins Smith is 5'9, 145. She's not beating me on, like, if I'm on defense. Okay. So obviously, Brittany Griner is the tallest. She's a freak. Brit- she's Brittany Greener. Count Griner. This one is. Hold on. Asia Wilson's up there too. Asia Wilson, I think, is 6'3 or 6'4, like 195. Big woman. But no, Brittany, Brittany Greener is different from Brittany Griner. Interesting. So I threw this out. I threw this out. This is kind of straying off the WNBA, but I know you I know you'll be familiar with the name Angel Reese. Mm-hmm. LSU. From LSU. Yeah. I'm whooping her in the paint. I looked at the measurements. She's 6'3". She weighs 165 pounds. I'm trashing her in the paint. Yeah, but they also have... I don't know. I think their advantage is they have the IQ. I don't care. I've, they, like The people that I'm picking are not basketball dummies. Like They're people that I know can actually play some basketball. It's not fucking professional basketball. I get it. I don't care. Our, we are bigger, faster, and stronger. And that's to me, that's the difference. Like the a- average height of a WNBA center is six four. Yeah, and that's for the that's the tallest girl on the court. And almost right now. Oh, I'm, I get really passionate about this because I truly believe it, and I catch a lot of heat for this, and I will catch heat when this episode comes out, and I don't care. I stand by it. 
the these WNBA players do not want to see me on defense. Uh, the tallest center in the WNBA is actually Han Zhu. She was a 2019 second round pick. She is 6'11". I mean, yeah, like that would be a problem. I'll openly admit that would be a problem. Bro, but that's where I strategically pick my team so that I'm not guarding her. I would hope you pull out like the Mercury and you get Brittany Griner's big ass out yeah, there. Yeah, see, like I said, and that's why, but okay, so here's where the second half of my proposition comes into play. I never said we would win. I think we could win. But I said that I believe that regardless of who we draw, it would be a competitive game. Bro, if you got Phoenix, I mean, you got Diana Taurasi, you got Scott. I'll Smith, whoop Diana Taurasi. I don't care. She's Brittany old as Griner. hell. Diana Taurasi's so old. The Aces are nice too. Candace They're Parker. the reigning champions. Yeah, I know. Candace Parker, that was the name I wasn't thinking of when I was trying to name five. Um Yeah, I mean, if we draw like a top two or three team in the league, it's gonna be tough and we're probably not gonna win. But so will you agree with this on me? Or agree with me on this? Uh in basketball, in a full four quarter game, would you define a blowout as twenty points or more? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, would you 20, say that 20, 20 points is the threshold for a blowout? That's what I do, yeah. That's how so, I personally say it. full four-quarter game, we don't get blown out. That's the guarantee I'll make. And that, that's a, that's saying any team. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think that the Aces could be a team I assemble by 20. I'm going to look up who the leading score. But once again, like I said, I don't care what the leading score because my team, we're running the floor. We're pushing fast breaks. We're pressing. We're trapping in the corners. I get that. 100%. I get that. I'm just trying. They're not going to be able to keep up. They're not going to be able to move fast enough on defense. God. No wonder people don't watch this shit. I know when my when my three guard is six three two fifteen and sets a screen on Skylar Diggins Smith who's five nine one forty five she's gonna die. Uh, so the top five in points is twenty four twenty two twenty one twenty one twenty rebounds ten nine 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 nine. I'm I'm getting fifteen rebounds. Blocks. And I'm gonna be one of the shortest guys on the team. Two three two zero one seven one seven one six. Um, there's some shooters apparently because three pointers. You got uh three point four three point four two point eight two point seven two point four. Assists not that flashy. You got eight point two eight six nine six two six zero. See, I I figured assists would be higher because if you've watched WNBA basketball, like the ball is not whipping around. It's like a the ball is like. The ball's moving slow. Like it's pass and hold and dribble and pass and hold and pass again. But like I said, man, they just don't want to be on the court with us. Like there's going to, like from the WNBA team's standpoint, there's going to be no pick and rolls because you're going to make your shooting guard stand there and take a screen from me or put a screen on me, I mean. 
you're getting obliterated. And I'll say, I'll go, I'll say this, I'll commit, I'll commit to the bit. If you beat someone on the dribble and you go to the rim, you're getting put on the ground. I'll need eight guys plus myself because three people are fouling out. I'm trying to see if I can find dunks somehow. There's two. There's been two ever. Two ever? Two ever. Look it up on TikTok. After we get done on here, I know I've seen. I'm not it. even. I'm not even going to. I'm going to do how many dunks in WNBA history. If it's more than it happened last year. Um, here's 2022. I'll send you the TikTok 20, video I remember seeing on this. Here's October 6, 2022. So so far, there have been 28. Still. Ever. That was last year. Candace Parker. Brittany Griner. A fucking course. And, but the Carl dunks Landon. aren't even cool. The dunks are lame. Oh, I figured it's probably like a two-hand bunny. Probably what it is. It's probably not. It's not even that. It's like a freaking one hand, like, just like pop the rim a little bit. Like, like I said, I know for sure one of the guys that I'm picking. I'm, I'm literally watching all 28 right now. For one of the guys that I'm picking for my team is windmilling on Candace Parker. As these people are, Candace Parker is, is doing like a two step one handed. Yeah, that, and that's all of them. There's Lisa no flair on same any thing. of them. Lisa Leslie, same thing. Michelle They're, Snow. Oh, the whole video. Oh, snap. Sylvia Fowles, same thing. Doop. Yeah, that's, one, that's two, all they will ever be. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Oh shit! Why Brittany Griner? Vince Carter. Okay, uh, we need to wrap this up. We're narrating WNBA highlight clips. <laughs> so, bro, these dog days are tough. I, this feels like a great <laughs> stopping point. So, if you made it this far, I, I please let us know your opinion on this, on how you feel about me taking on a WNBA team. Hey, Brittany, Brittany Griner got a highlight reel. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. I'll put you in a Russian prison. Um, but yeah, so let me know. I need input. I need to hear you listeners takes on my squad taking on a WNBA roster on the court. Um, and that's episode 97. Be on the lookout. Um, before our next episode drops, we will post something pertaining to our fantasy football league. It will be on our socials at below 500 pod. Look for it there. Um, Colton, we will be in touch with you to hash these details out. If you made it this far in the episode, you might as well leave us a rate and review on your way out on whatever platform you're on. Um, And other than that, we will see you guys next week for episode 98. Love you guys. We out. Bye.